water is now booze, everyone is titty much, protally fit chased, and you're listening to Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing broadcast season eight, episode two, Benderama. My name is Michelle Burlingame. With me are Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. That's me. And joining us once more is comedian Tim Cornette. Hello. America's Hello. Tim Cornette. Hello. America's Tim Cornette. <laughs> wow, that was the, the hillbilly. Tim. Was, that's exactly how my family pronounces well, the, it. The Tim Cornette is the bizarro world version of Tim? you. Tim? The one that yeah. we discussed in the, the last Tim? time you were on the show. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad you remember. I could. <laughs> you, you have to tell me if I start repeating myself. No, it's like, like most of the people that listened back then don't anymore, so we're hey. good. Okay, good. I, the last time I saw you, we just ran into each other at the park, and you had a gigantic dog with you. Buford, yes. That's it. Is a Pyrenees? A uh, Great Pyrenees, yes. Is there? What's the difference between a Great Pyrenees and just a regular Pyrenees? I don't think there's any. There's. You're either a great Pyrenees or you're nothing. <laughs> That's a good bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> if I were to make that like an instant print shirt, you're I, a great Dane or a yeah. shitty one. That's like the kind of shirt that should be airbrushed at a fair. Oh. <laughs> but I, see, that was, I mean, we'll get to this later, but like one of the things that I've always liked about you when I, when I run into is like, your creativity for different angles on things seems boundless. So it's just like, okay, I'm working on this right now. You're doing like dog pictures with Santa. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, what is Tim going to do next? Because it's always <laughs> like, it's always going to be fun. Yeah. But like having a booth at the County fair with like weird dog puns, uh, airbrushed on shirts would be. I would do ama- that. Yeah, I would do that. Honestly, I'll let I, you know when the registration opens up. Yeah, thank you. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I can airbrush. Uh, you know, that's <laughs> that's kind of. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you know, I, that's actually kind of true. Because I, I I guess what I have is ADD okay. in the age of YouTube. So I just like learn things and learn things <laughs> and learn things and learn things, and it's not. It, it doesn't really amount to anything. I can just do a lot of things. Well, that's that's the kind of stuff that helps you when the I, world collapses. I personally changed the handle in my car door the other day. Oh, congratulations. All by, my, all by myself. Did you, like, crack it open and everything and get in there? Did you yeah. not even... Oh, I took the door... I, I ordered a new handle, took the door panel off, replaced the handle from the inside. Oh, my God. Put that shit back on. It took me, like, a half hour. It was so easy. And Isn't you did it all from YouTube? And I did it all because I looked up one video on YouTube, uh, and I was like, oh... That was really fucking easy. I can do this shit. I did some of that with my old dryer uh, before it Mm -hmm. died, and now I I have a newer one, and I don't necessarily want to go in there, but the old one's just like, yeah, just crack this thing open and prop it up and get in. I'm like, oh, this is easy. There's like three wires in here and a gas torch. Yeah. You you know, we forgot about like repairing stuff for like 20 years. You know, we just threw it out. Because a lot of stuff is disposable, and then there were craftsmen and women who would do these repair jobs mm-hmm. and things. But even th- now, like, I had this whole saga happen with the carpet cleaner a couple years ago where, like, there was one warranty service place that served the Hoover or whoever made it, and it stopped working. So I took it in there, and it's staffed, like, entirely by geriatric men where the youngest guy in the shop is probably 55. The oldest is pushing 100 and, <laughs> you know, doddering around. He's the guy in charge. He comes out, gives me a paper ticket. He's like, don't lose the ticket. If you lose the ticket, we're, we can't help you. We don't have a computer. I'm like, okay, it's, this is well <laughs> into the second Obama administration. <laughs> like, it's okay. And how long is it going to be? Probably a couple weeks. Call back a couple weeks later. Now we're still trying to find the part from China. This goes mm. on for like 
six months. And I call him back like six months in and get a different guy on the phone. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on with this? And I give him my ticket number. He's like, we don't have a record of that. Like, what do you mean you don't have a record of that? They've had it for six months. And he's like, hang on. He goes, well, I guess it was just here too long and we got rid of it. I'm like, you never fixed it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, I paid you a deposit for this uh, shit. What the hell? Yeah, it was so <laughs> bad. So I ended up calling, I, th- I think it was Hoover. So then I called them and or sent them like an angry email or something mm-hmm. and got a call back from their customer service people. And they ended up like giving me a highly discounted brand new one or something. But it was still like, I could have taken care of this m- more yeah. than a year ago. So you didn't vacuum anything for like a year? No, no, no. It was a carpet cleaner. Like a oh, carpet a carpet shampoo. cleaner. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and to be fair, I mean, the cats in here make it so I can vacuum in half an hour later. It's for nothing. Mm. That's another positive to the situation I'm in right now is this house is going to be feline free in a matter of days. Mm. Oh, good. I got a couple I'll bring over. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. And, and, and you know, uh, as I'm, you know expanding my world and trying to meet new people. Like I have this reputation for being someone who hates cats and I don't hate cats. I just hate the ones that I've lived with for the last 10 years. And I, you know, why did you hate them and how many were there? There's three. Okay. That's a lot of cats. Yeah. People, people are uh, at parity with cats in this house. Too many things respirating. I mean, mm-hmm. Tom lives in a menagerie, but his fiance is like a vet tech. Like you expect, and you're like a dog trainer, so I'd expect you to have a whole kennels full of puppies. Right. It's fine. Which I don't. But uh, good. <laughs> I mean, I like I like animals, and I'm fine with cats. What I don't like is having one that hisses at me when I come within three feet of it, despite mm. the fact that I pay for his food and, right. and his shitbox powder. And then another one who destroys the carpet, the furniture, the walls. Right. And another one who plays with her shit like it's a toy and kind of carries it around the house. Like, I don't need that. Oh, that's like a halfway house for cats. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, They all got out of, like, and that's the excuse that was, he had a hard life. I'm like, not as hard as mine's been. Yeah. No, that's, I, I don't, see, I don't know as much about cats as I do about dogs. So it's always like, guessing i because we have a cat and i love him but this morning he he he's he's taken and this is like a recent behavior oh, every no. morning at 5 30 he'll crawl under the covers and drool on my face oh, <laughs> yeah. so is i, I got breath? one that does that sometimes yeah and this it is like smell like cat food or like it's, salmon it's like it's before the salmon so it's just like it's just like warm and wet yeah it's, and just, it's just gross like, and it's like right on my face, so I sleep with a cover over my head just because whatever. Right. Uh, so this morning, and trying to like ruthlessly get under the covers, he like stuck his paws in and like scratched my ears a little oh, bit, shit. like right on the inside of my ear. Oh. And I'm like, ah! Yeah, and then the, I mean, I think that's probably why the one hisses at me. Like there was some incident or something years ago where he just got scared because he was an asshole mm-hmm. and I reacted, and now I'm the bad guy. Like uh, Sid is pretty forgiving. He'll be back right at it tomorrow drooling, morning. Drooling. Yeah. You got to teach him how to drool like uh, coffee art. Like get him yeah. to do it in like shapes <laughs> like a barista. That would be really cool. Actually, I mean, it, I don't know. Put those training skills to work, man. Yeah. Figure if, maybe if you like drizzle catnip in a certain shape, it'll kind of. Follow it. I was at the pet store today, and this is just at like they've rebranded Lamb Chop, like the puppet Lamb Chop for pets. What I saw that, I've yeah, I saw that the I've other day that. when I was at oh, the pet so store. Oh, so it's wait, it's still Lamb Chop, it's not like 
PETA got their hands on them, and, and now it's just like no. tofu chop or so. It's yeah, but it's, it's like Sherry Lewis's lamb chop. Yep, just a, as pet toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like your dog to destroy. Yeah, or cat. Okay. I saw. Uh, I saw. <laughs> yeah, I saw little ones. I didn't see the cat one. I've I've seen a dog with the actual lamb chop dog toy. I, I saw a catnip filled lamb chop earlier oh, that's today. Weird. I. What 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 is the estate of Sherry Lewis doing? <laughs> like, <what? laughs> Making that money, rolling in glass eyes. I mean, like <laughs> any kid. I mean, you're you're like thirty years past anybody having a kid right. who would know who Lamb Chop right. is. Right, but that, I I had a very similar conversation with someone recently, um, and then I swear to God, we'll talk about this cartoon. But mm-hmm. you, you just set it up on a tee for me. Um, have you ever been up to uh, La Plaza? The the yes the Hispanic grocery store over here in Lakewood, which is fantastic. They got they expanded taco section, and everything. It's great, but they also, as as many bodega type places do, sell pinatas. Mm-hmm. Uh, for like the first four years the place was open, they had this knockoff Elmo pinata, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get that for my kid. Like when she hits the age that Elmo's like there, and then then as the time approached, I'm like, wait a second. I don't want to fill Elmo full of candy and have him beat the shit out of him with a hammer. And that's what all of these pinatas are. They're shaped. It's not like Donald Trump pinatas or I, I don't know, uh, El Guapo pinatas. It's not like evil people. It's just like, here's cute, fuzzy characters and now beat them with the stick until they rupture and spill all over you. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's supposed to be like that or if that's just See, bad. I think like now generations of Mexican children haven't like, had that transference, they seem to have been able to f- realize a pinata is a pinata. It's, yeah, it's so it's it not like matter. an effigy. <laughs> Whatever happened to pinatas? Do kids still do pinatas? Yeah, am I just old now and I don't yeah. know any kids? I bet you can make a pinata bar because I loved hipsters I would loved, go to. Oh, for sure. I, no, I heard. <laughs> I heard like people don't get pinatas anymore. They do something else because of the hitting. It's not. Yeah, it's so like, when oh, I was a kid, bullshit. pinatas were huge. I've been yeah. to so many pinata parties in the last five years. Give it about five years, mm-hmm. and when all of your cohort starts really like doubling down on the offspring, mm-hmm. you're going to start seeing a lot of pinatas again. I can kind of see mm-hmm. it being good, clean fun. I, I think a pinata bar is probably... You're just hatching million dollar ideas yeah, out of yeah, your I mean, mouth. Really? Yeah, guys, I, this is, let's turn this into Shark Tank. Uh, yeah. <laughs> looking for investors. <laughs> so... Uh, Jumbotron makes a triumphant return this week. Yeah. I was excited because it was like a weird robot Frankenstein. Like, what was going on with that shit? Hollywood goes ca- or Hollywood Capers, 1935, whatever the... Is that, like, the name of it, or is that, like, Hollywood Mary Capers Melodies? is probably the... No, like, the... Episode? Episode of whatever cartoon it was from. I don't know. It was. It looked like uh, almost like Jaws from from James Bond. You know, like this weird metal jaw getting screwed onto Frankenstein. I'm like, okay. I'd forgotten you guys watch it on this level. No, we don't. But I, having harped on the Jumbotron cartoon for like 70 episodes, once it finally went away, it was like, oh, it's done. And then here it is. Like they throw a curveball. I, I completely missed it. I'm gonna be honest. I completely really? missed it. Yeah. Did you have like the you know, skip the like, intros or think, something. Yeah, I, I think Hulu does that quite a bit. If you, yeah, I think if, if you, you go watch through, them in order, it'll go straight to the the end of the intro and then just start the right episode. In. Yeah. Well, no more sque- free screen goods for you. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I really did like this one. It was completely bizarre. I've got a lot of questions about it, but like, it it was fun. There was a lot of nonsense going on in a in a fun way with this. Yeah. Um, was this part of a movie? 
No. This okay. is just, this is where we got tripped up with the production order and stuff. Like, did you look into how it got switched around or why? I don't know. All of um, all of the episodes that we've done so far that were Comedy Central episodes were in production order when they were broadcast. But starting with this season, they're like all fucking over the place. Yeah. So we did switch from doing production order to broadcast order because at this point, everyone's watching them on Hulu and... For for consistencies, like while watching, I would we, assume most people, pe- yeah, are watching them on Hulu because I don't see their DVDs very often. Yeah, I can you even buy? I mean, uh, you can. Yeah, you, uh, they're available. You can buy them. As I looked streamings. it up after we record the recorded the last time because I was like, I wonder if they're only on Blu-ray or if you can get. They are on DVD, huh? But you have to buy them in the complete series. Oh, like collector's God. pack on Amazon, which is like eighty bucks. Uh, Maybe so, we can hit Fox eh, up. Still for not that. bad, eighty bucks. Not for bad. Every episode, but still, like if you already own all of the seasons yes, one true. through four, then like why would you want to rebuy? I mean, buying eighty dollars worth of physical media anymore for me is. Such I, a, yeah, there's. I, yeah, I just don't. I don't want that. No, I don't want it in my house. I don't have room for it. I, I, did, I don't care to own it physically. I spent $120 on a Sparks box set, but that was totally worth it. It had like a, a bunch of mil- memorabilia. and Yeah, mm-hmm. until iTunes tells you, you know what? All those songs that you bought, we're not doing them anymore. I know. And then they'll be gone. But not in my head. I'll just make them up again as they go along. That would almost be a blessing to our culture. Like if we just had to like start over again, we will. Everyone's don't, music don't collection <laughs> that is not hard copy is yes. deleted. Oh and and what's gonna be fun is well, <laughs> even stuff that's on CD. If there's no electricity, it's not like you can play a CD because you. Need no, I'm lasers. just talking about like it just gets reset. Mm. I know, but what yeah. I'm what I'm gonna love watching if this, I'm not dead. And this I, is why people collect vinyl because you don't need electricity. You just need a you bird need <laughs> <laughs> with a sharp pointy beak. It'll yeah, I mean, still. the speakers would be nice, but, you know, there are ways that you can power. <laughs> you know. It all goes back to bowl music after a while. I'm just, oh, I, I like the Integratron. Fuck. I got to get back there. Um, just with you going through all of your how-to videos and things, like, that'll be really fun to watch when it happens because you'll know all this stuff, but if it's rusty at all or has been chemically smudged, like... You'll know how to do a lot of stuff, but you'll get the steps and what they are mixed up, and that's going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. And probably dangerous. Probably, probably. You know, there was one, like, I used to live in Kentucky, and for one point, in the middle of winter, there was this huge ice storm that came by, and we were knocked out of power for 11 days. Oh, God. And, like, the water pump was connected, was was it electric, so we didn't have water either, so it was just like, there's 11 days of just, like accidental frontier living that I have. (laughs) (laughs) That is just like, it's really just set a trajectory for the rest of my life. That's why I've got a machete and a bug out box in the basement and never be in that way again. I, if, I will have coffee if I have to start a fire and hit, hit the beans with hammers. Big dogs mean lots of meat, just yeah. saying. That's actually what I did. I had... I you had, ate a dog? No, I had two dogs and then another huge Labrador just showed up. And that, because it was like sub-zero temperature. So I just slept with the dogs. <laughs> Which... You know, that's a thing, right? That's three-dog night. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, somebody told me that afterwards. And <laughs> really? I had three dogs, yeah. yeah. 
I thought it was just a stupid name. No, no it works. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh dear. You know, their, uh, their drummer, Jerry Shirley, used to be a DJ. Uh, he's now a disgraced DJ and former car salesman in the Cleveland area. Okay. Uh, and that could, he could probably <laughs> Is could he have disgraced been, as a DJ or a car salesman? Probably both. <laughs> uh, my understanding, and again, hearsay for all I know, but they, God, we're like two lines into the show. Um, they would do they would do a promotion every Christmas where he'd like live in a trailer for 30 days and people would bring donations and money and whatever. And like apparently uh, one year they showed up in the morning, like all the shit was raided and he was just like coked out of his mind and passed out and whatever. He had like a hooker party in the trailer and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we can't do this anymore. Like he kind of bugged out. But look, he was a contemporary of like Badfinger and stuff. Like the guy is used to a wild <laughs> life. Um, so the, the prof- a very Cleveland story. <laughs> Isn't it tough? Yeah, well, he's from be, England, though. That's, like, well, still, that, could, that, could, that should be in a Cleveland memories. So the museum. professor creates a cloning machine that makes two smaller... Like, the whole conceit of this was just ridiculous to begin with. That he's like, well, I'm getting smaller, so now I can make two of these sweaters and they'll fit. Like, it's taking such a long way around to do it. Um, the fact that it works as effectively as it does was another surprise. Like there wasn't any hidden weirdness to it, but what did the Bannock Tarski dupla shrink? Like, was that a Star Trek reference or something? No, it's, um, <clears throat> some science thing, you know, it's a science thing. As, as usual, it is a, a science it's thing. It's a nerd, that- nerd reference, like a real, <laughs> like a smart nerd reference. Yeah, I had it somewhere here and I just don't remember where it is. As the show got later and later on in production, these nerds were able to slip a lot more through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they really were. This, this ain't no Chopek Nine. This is this it's is it's out. it's a paradox that involves cutting up one object into non-measurable pieces and then gluing them back together to make two new objects of the same size without using any extra material. It's the Banak. Tarski paradox. Uh, I don't even understand how that. Uh, that's like, witchcraft, is what you're describing. Yeah, witchcraft. I got a headache just trying to understand the words that describe that. Mm. So you would take something and you would cut something up. Okay. And it would be so small, like it's just non measurable. Okay. And then you put it back together. There would be actually, you, but you have two separate things. Okay. Same exact size that they were re- re- originally. Is that like how you have extra screws left over? It's when a you paradox build because it's how could you have? You can't, right? It's not a paradox. It's just not possible. You can't make two things out of one thing. You can definitely make two things out of one thing. <laughs> you can't duplicate <laughs> like something my life without destroying it. But what I mean, just having something, having this. Um, Here, Pete. Here's the math involved. Okay. There. Mm, well, this will clear it up. <sighs> Obviously, <laughs> it looks like Revenge of the Nerd oh, fraternity. Well, now, there was actually I've never seen math. a U that big. <laughs> Later on in the episode, when they were showing that complicated math problem, yeah. and, and it got to Fry, and he's like, "She waiting on me." <laughs> so, so the the thing that makes this whole machine tick is the the useless matter that you just shove in. So it's also kind of eco friendly because it's just like recycling. But the fact that the professor goes right for Zoidberg's wedding album. First of all, Zoidberg is or was married (laughs) (laughs) because that happened and then then didn't. Because before he went back to to his planet to mate unsuccessfully. I think that's the joke. 
because he says any old useless matter will do. Then we see a book that says Zoidberg's wedding. Yeah. And we're like, wait, how is that? I, I think it's just that. an empty album that Zoidberg oh, has <laughs> waiting for his wedding. That's true. That someday, I'll, someday I'll make it. He got so upset. I knew a girl. And we'll that never got, know because it was destroyed. Yeah. I, I knew a girl that got, she she had a wedding dress salesman talk her into buying a dress in case she does get married one day. Like, wow, yeah. mm. wow. She, yeah. Was it Donald Trump? <laughs> no, no, that that would be quite. Yeah, no, it was a Trump-like salesman though, like somebody I mean, operating on that level. That's that's not just impressive; it's <laughs> fucking cruel and ruthless. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. Well, that's sales. What were they doing? In a wedding dress shop. I think just browsing. Oh, oh, she like browsing? with somebody getting a bridesmaid dress and like, you know, someday that's, this could that's be That's her you. own fault for being in a wedding dress store, just browsing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that... Yeah. I, so that blame the victim, where... Tom. I'm not blaming the victim. I'm just saying that you're asking <laughs> to get a wedding dress sold I to you if, if you're, yeah, if you you're in there shop, like you're buying shopping. A fucking dress. I like, think you are using the same rationale that dress salesperson. <laughs> <laughs> if you were there like with someone else and then that salesman talked to you into buying one also, then that is a good salesman. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you the last place anybody's going to fucking find me ever from now on is a wedding dress shop. <laughs> I, I told you I was going to try and keep it off the show, but... No, it's okay. Sometimes there's the door opens like like the scary door. Scary <laughs> door. <laughs> my favorite part of that intro, and I can't remember if they change it every time, but the dolphin playing the trombone out mm-hmm. of its blowhole, that was so cool. <laughs> like I feel like that's from a fishbone video or it's something. Fun. When was this episode from? It was that was that little segment before or after Black Mirror was a thing? Because this oh, is well before. Yeah, before. scary door's been because it's way kind before. of funny because it's like the the scary door is just kind of like the future's version of the Twilight Zone. Yeah, so it actually rebooting it now. Again. Yeah, it kind of was like Black Mirror. Like yeah. it was like Black Mirror episode. Like, oh, the haunted JPEG. <laughs> Enclosed is a PDF attachment, a picture of yourself in a boat on a river. Which is Lucy in the Sky and the Diamonds, yes. uh, the first line of yeah. that song. It's a river that flows in two directions. Make that three. It's a magic river, that's how. And it's flowing down the Erie Canal to the scary door. That's eerie with two E's. <laughs> Consider if you have the energy, Dr. Daniel Zenus, an inventor with a terminal case of the lazies. <laughs> I know how I know how that feels. <laughs> that whole this this is probably to date my f- most favorite episode oh, of yeah. the scary So many, door. so many good ones. Yeah, just <laughs> this is the best. Assume my social obligations. <laughs> like, like if you could do that now, and I guess you know they kind of joke. There's the uh, it's a real thing where, like, they ta- tape an iPad onto a Segway mm-hmm. that, like, you know, somebody can video conference and then, mm-hmm. like, remote around. Like, it, that's kind of a thing. But, like, like if you could really do that, like, because I've got to go to so many damn holiday parties and stuff. I could just, like, sit home in my underwear and be like, yeah, I... Hey, everybody. I, I think the technology's there. We just haven't adopted it. Like, you can Skype in through somebody's smart TV, and you could just be like, hey, everybody. Hey, how you doing? I didn't want to leave the house, but I don't want to die alone. All right. Be like Peace when, out. In the olden days when someone would call long distance while everyone was gathered, they'd yeah. yell into the phone or, like, mm-hmm. pass it around. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, there was an episode of Bob's Burgers 
where uh, Tina hurts herself and has mm, to go to school yes, with the, I was thinking, one of those, yeah. those robots, like an iPad robot. I couldn't remember what show it. it was. But, but yeah. because she's not like next to Jimmy Jr., she has confidence to like talk to Jimmy Jr. <laughs> or, or maybe it was the other way around. Maybe it was him because like he was talking to a robot, not actually her. He like they, they were able to talk to each other and like share things. You just need to put an internet between you. Would you use one of those if you had access to one? Uh, a helper thing? Yeah. Or a, a robot proxy? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes and no. I would, there, I don't know. I guess it depends. I would use it. I, I use technology very selectively yeah. and very deliberately, I think. So I don't think I would actually get much use out of a helper robot. But like, you know, I, I would have them like do my driving for me. <laughs> I, you know, I, uh, he, he's moved to Chicago, but I feel like, uh, you know, Cleveland hometown sensation Chad Weaver would be someone who would use one of those effectively in a very inappropriate bit, probably very early on. He'd be a, an early adopter of it. Do, do you follow Chad Weaver on Facebook? He has a dirty beard and a nose ring now. So uh, I, yeah, so he's he's, he's really he's grown like up. Cyberpunk. He's really he's really a man now. He's, he's li- and he's, he's a man with a nose ring. He's living in Logan Square. Look, I still got the hole from my. <laughs> we just I, we go through a nose ring phase. I took it. Us. I took it out longer ago than Chad's been alive. I think. <laughs> but, but still, what if Chad Weaver just grew from that nose ring? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it like Zeus coming out of the rock or something. Yeah. Um, so that, but I mean, it's great. So the, the professor programs the robot to do all his research. The robot gets like the Nobel Prize, so he sends him to the the award ceremony or whatever. And then he's he's like, if only I programmed the robot to be more careful of what I wish for. And <laughs> experience tragic irony for me. Like all of it. It's just it's so beautiful to be that insulated and numb. And the robot was like, no. <laughs> And, and then when the, the true uh, pinnacle of self, lack of self-awareness, Fry and Bender wish they had a robot to do stuff for them. <laughs> were, that was... were they in their apartment at the robot arms when they came up with that, or was that at the Planet Express office? I think it was in the office. Yeah. <clears throat> was, is that just... Oh, because the professor... He pages them, right? Yeah. And he, he wants Bender to go and uh, fold things for him. Do you see a robot in this room named Folder? <laughs> he outsmarts him, though, by telling him that bending is basically folding. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and even so, there's been times when Bender's been like, everything is basically a primitive form of bending. So, <laughs> I mean, he, oh, he's just lazy. He's another one with a terminal case of the lazies. Mm-hmm. Oh. So instead of uh, doing one thing, because that seems like a real pain in the ass, he clones himself to do two things at <laughs> once while he doesn't do anything. And this is where it just gets bonkers. Like, uh, so, I mean, I like the three-card money scam that they got into right away. Have you ever seen anyone actually doing that? Like no. in person? No, I feel like that's a thing that existed in like 1980s New York movies. I mm-hmm. see. I want to say, find the queen. I mean, you know, she? I haven't. I haven't seen that. I used to work at a deli. Uh, it was like down by the Ohio State campus when it was filthy and dirty pre gentrifications years ago. But there'd be a lot of quick change artists that would come in. So I've dealt with that a lot. 
where people and they're like, Shut, now give me one of the, uh, now give me one of these, mm-hmm. and no, hang on, I'm gonna give you five twenties, but I want you to just give me back one hundred. Oh, hang on, you know, like, and it's just, it was one of those things where it's like, number one, you're an asshole. Number two, I can see you coming a mile away. And number three, like, f- fuck off. Like, mm-hmm. all you have to do is say no. Like, that's how you stop that yeah. sort of thing. You just, this is insulting my intelligence. Yeah, exactly. Con man. You know, how you, you know how you keep from losing your money at a casino? You just don't go. Right. <laughs> because they're, they're always going to win. The house always wins eventually. Um, but then this one had the extra level where the robots would just, like, kick you in the balls and run away. So that that works too. This this whole this whole segment reminded of me like reminded me of me hanging out with my nephews. <laughs> you just just, stick them on people, just like, smaller versions of myself, and you, we all just like have fun and cause trouble. You work scams, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the two of you stand on each other's shoulders and wear this trench coat. <laughs> The old shoulder to shoulder trench coat scam. And then or... I'm gonna I'm gonna go in and get a, a black X on my hand saying <laughs> I paid and I'll come out and lick your hand and you just yeah. stamp it on there and we got we're getting in for free to the dog show. <laughs> <laughs> um the, there this line that Leela had in here that was just it just so beautiful in its simplicity and sort of its its uh palindromical nature. I mean we're we're Leela's like <laughs> he said, Bender said they're like 60% uh, Bender or like 60% is good at it or whatever. I, I don't remember what he said about the robots, but her response was, do they only do 60% of the work you do or do they do more because they're only 60% as lazy? <laughs> yeah, I was asking, they're only 60% yeah. of his size. Okay. Which is, that's just, that's brilliant. And and he didn't answer. She dumbfounded him. He's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Because if that's the case, it would make that that sequence where everything replicates itself again and again and again like happen even faster because the, the clones are actually more effective. Um, it's a real funny boss thing to say. Uh-huh. Like when you've had a funny boss. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck those funny bosses. I don't know. <laughs> I... I I'll, take, I'll take an unfunny, funny boss any day over a <laughs> shitty boss. Yeah. Um, because I, I I had all manner of bosses in in my life, some of them unfunny, funny ones, but the shitty ones are always shitty. <laughs> oh, that's another rabbit hole to go down. I think we'll step over it. Lila seems like a pretty good boss. She's she's okay. I mean, she's the one competent person on the show, really. Yeah. Except maybe Hermes. Hermes is very good at being a useless bureaucrat. She is sometimes overconfident in her abilities, but. You know, you know. I actually kind of have a, like a weird comedy theory about this kind of stuff. Cause really? Like, yeah, because like in the early '60s, you have the Andy Griffith Show. Like the Andy Griffith Show and The Simpsons are basically the same show. Oh yeah, shit! It, I, you're gonna blow my mind here. I think, but go for it. It's set. They're they're both pretty much town centric. They have crazy characters. Yep. You know, and the the show is just all about the interrelation of all these crazy characters. Like each just different characters. And they just get this irrational stuff happening because the people are irrational in this weird universe. Right. Okay. Uh, you know, Andrew Griffith, they would allow that because Andrew Griffith was there. Andrew Griffith wasn't a crazy character, but he was there. The straight man in this, they, the eye they, of this hurricane. They had a straight man. They were baby boomers. They went to war. They just needed to know that somebody competent was there or it would have <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please, please, please. Like, oh, God, please. Yeah. What do you mean? 
Dane Goobers at the garage. People take their <laughs> car there. Like, it would just upset them. But by the time that you get, like, to The Simpsons, you don't need an Andy Griffith character because everything could just get fucked up. And well, I mean, fine. could that be somebody like a Seymour Skinner or something? Or No, because he's ridiculous, too. Everybody, this is, this everybody's ridiculous. Yeah, there isn't a one in... Is there is Frank Grimes? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it killed him. And he died. <laughs> May, maybe Lisa is like the moral center, but oh, then, definitely. She's also a little kooky still. Yeah, yeah. but she's also a little girl. She yeah. She's not in a position of authority. I, I mean, trying to draw an analog mm-hmm. between Ron Howard and and Bart Simpson is just I, like I see it. But I, then, oh, yeah. I think it's like direct. And then you yeah. then you can map out. This to, to this, I mean, that's basically Fry, yeah. And so Leela would be the Mar- Marge, is, yeah. But Marge is definitely the the most grounded, despite being crazy too. But she's Margin in charge, so to speak. Yeah. Oh wow. See, there's not really a Marge in the Andy Griffith show. There's nobody who's just like put upon like there's that. Aunt B. See, Aunt <laughs> B was also kind of silly. She was. I meant more like Marge being the Andy Griffith. Yeah. Huh. I don't think Marge is the Andy Griffith. I think Marge is a unique character. Like uh, 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 Gomer Pyle and whatnot? Kind of. She'd be like a Sergeant Carter. <laughs> you were talking a lot about a lot of TV shows. Uh, Except the one that we're Except on. the one that... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, look, it was Sorry. too serious, but I mean, that's... That totally holds water. I think it's my lack of experience with Andy Griffith in depth that I didn't. Oh drop my god! It. That's just wait till I do my Andy Griffith show podcast. <laughs> hey, I it'll, would totally listen to that. It'll run for fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just that's just talking about one episode, yeah, <laughs> minute by minute, because it runs at an iceberg pace. Um, so th- this whole, um, this this whole thing where they go to visit the self-conscious alien voiced by Patton Oswalt. Like, this just got weird. This is, this is a strange little side jag on this. The, uh, the package that they're delivering to him is colossal tooth whitener, mega deodorant, humongous acne cream, and one regular-sized condom. <laughs> <laughs> and Amy goes, aw. <laughs> and, and, I mean, he's, what, 50 feet tall or something, and he's trying, like, he's... All that and a small wiener? This guy's got it going on. <laughs> <laughs> they delivered his fungus chisel. <laughs> they, they pile on with the you-so-ugly jokes, and he take, he's like, okay, you got me, but then when they make fun of his mom... Well, Fry, Fry's out. just not even trying to make fun of his mom. He's oh, don't don't be sad. You probably just inherited your looks from your mother. Like Fry's trying to be nice, yeah. but says the exact wrong thing. Although in real life, I have never been more insulted than by people trying to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> All those that, compliments sure sound backhanded when they come yeah, from you. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, he chases them, he captures the ship, but they, they get away. But at this point is when it's like the replicants have just gone hog wild. Uh, and the thing, I mean, the thing that I really found interesting about this is I think I brought it up on a, a prior episode, just probably unrelated to anything during what was going on that one. But they basically get to the gray slime on this, which is a... You know, we hit the singularity and everything goes kablooey because machines become artificially intelligent and surpass us in their capabilities. Um, 
as nano machines gain the ability to self-replicate, one of those worst case scenarios is they basically consume all of the matter on Earth and turn it all into nanobots and just become gray sludge and consume the planet until there's mm -hmm. nothing left. There's a, uh, a video game that came out fairly recently that is almost that exact same premise. Really? And it's really good. If you have is not it Japanese? Played, no. No, it's not. It's, uh, Horizon, it's called Red Dead no, Redemption it's, 2. <laughs> it's Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> it's set in the future, but it looks like the past, and you can find like ancient artifacts, and it's like a coffee mug that was in some office building. It's like, wow, an ancient drinking vessel, and it's like... So you it's know. basically like you're in, in old <laughs> New York or something, so it's like future, but then... Sort of. It's it, it, Everyone is kind of dressed like um, Vikings, and it, all of the animals are actually robot animals. And you find out why. Like, I, if I, part, the more okay. that I explain, the more of the game that I ruin. Oh, but okay. I highly suggest Horizon Zero Dawn. Just, it I, came out like two years ago, so if you haven't played it, it's kind of your own fault. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I love video games so much, but they they murder my time. I don't understand oh, how Oh, yeah, I have actually been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 since uh, October 20-whatever when it came out. Uh, I, I really, I, I would like to... I, I only have a Nintendo Switch, which I love, but I'm like, ooh, like Red Dead Redemption came out. Right. That's like, really, it's it's cowboys and open world, so that's really speaking, mm -hmm. and speaking it's, to yeah. me. But I, I cannot buy another system. Just, uh, just for the game? Well, for, I would pl I would find other games in order to justify uh, buying the system. Just, and yeah. Yeah. Then I'm broke. It, Far Cry 5 right now, that's what I'm playing, and it's, um, it's awesome. But... I'm still around playing Worlds and, of Tomorrow. <laughs> and four hours are gone like that. Yeah. That's the problem. I don't understand how people, like, maintain jobs and relationships. She doesn't. <laughs> hey, I maintain a job just this, this is <laughs> I Look, I don't play video games, and I can't maintain relationships, so it's all fine. Man, yeah. Um, no. the, uh, the way that you described the world of that, that was it Zero Dawn Horizon? Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Yeah. I got most of the words. Yep. Zero um, Dark Thirty. It sounds like <laughs> the the aforementioned thing of the electromagnetic pulse where you you cross pollinate all of your YouTube DIY videos and like you're training animals and accidentally turning them into half robots <laughs> <laughs> and making your own Viking wear. Like it's yeah. I think you ought to play it, Tim. Oh, I kinda want to now. Yeah, I mean, we'll go find a free version at I the love exchange it. or something. I love it when video games have dogs in them, and then I can befriend them. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah you, can you can. This. You can, can do that in Red Dead Redemption, yeah. too. You can, yeah, Far you Cry can pet the dogs five. and the horses. And uh, Zelda, Breath of the Wild, you were able to do that, too. You can get a rocket there, dog in there's a, of tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dog named Rufus in Red Dead Redemption 2, and if you study, like, press R1 to study Rufus or whatever so that he's added to, like, your book of animals that you can see in the game, it says, like, it'll describe the animal that you're studying, and it just says, Rufus is a good boy. <laughs> it's, like, the best, my favorite part of the game so far. <laughs> um, I, oh, God. So I think I jumped ahead talking about gray slime, but, but basically the, the replicants are out of control, so it's just, like... They're a lot overrun. of this episode is just Bender, be, a bunch of Benders doing like, like hijinks. Hijinks. Bender yeah. shit. The, the, it's a big fat roach. I thought I put that away. <laughs> yeah. I liked when they ate the crayon and then they turned that into crayon benders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, was this, is this where the gold benders come from too? Or was that 
Goldbender is from the other universe. Okay. Oh, that's right. All right. I got it. Uh, I forgot about that thing. But like universe. Was, what is that tiny universe bender one doing in my soup? He appears to be giving you the finger, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That's another like that. That's the oldest joke ever. Like I'm glad they were able to get that in. Like that's straight off of like an Andy Griffith or. You know, Mikhail's I think that's actually a Marx uh, a Marx Brothers thing. Like, <laughs> what's this fly doing in my stoop? The backstroke. <laughs> <laughs> the original. Yeah, joke. Da, 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 da. The uh, now I don't know if this was just because the production order is different and we're watching it in broadcast, but Scruffy's no longer a female. Uh, they never. It, yeah, never he never back. resolve it. He just <laughs> turns back. Some or maybe the Borax kid comes back. Like, yeah, oh, I forgot. That's one. what I assume happened. The, the last episode we did, they did a gender switcheroo, and everybody got fixed. I, I, but scruffy. I remember that happening. That's yeah, what a miss. It was that was a troubling one, um, <laughs> but we had fun once we got everything working. Um, uh, no, I have a thing in there though. Why did the benders turn gold? Is that was that the crayon ones? Yeah, they were like orangish. Okay, all right. So I, I maybe just the color on my computer screen wasn't the right color for my eyes or something. Maybe but, your uh, eyes aren't showing the right color. Oh, my mm-hmm. eyes are all. I I need an exam, and my bifocals aren't working so good anymore. But your bifocals aren't yeah. working. Oh, anymore. you'll get transition lenses too, oh, Sally. <laughs> when you say transition, now like your next step is to get those like ones that turn into sunglasses oh, when you I, go out into the sun. I want. Some of those. I've I always them. been fascinated by those. Because they, they do not look cool, but they seem like such a good idea. You know, cool. my because they don't work right. My mom always had them, yeah. but she had a lazy eye. And <laughs> she always did it. But she always wore like tinted glasses, which people just did then. So it wasn't mm-hmm. as out of place. Right. But like looking back at pictures, like... Everybody was so mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we're all playing a hand of poker. I mean, it could just be to make it look like they're not nicotine stained instead of being just straight up nicotine stained. Because back then when everybody had tinted glasses, you could still like smoke everywhere. Yeah, that's true. It's like, yeah, we'll just make them kind of yellowy brown anyway, and then you don't have to clean them as much. I was in Kentucky for Thanksgiving, and we went to a restaurant that still had smoking in it. What? That's so weird. I know. Kentucky doesn't have a smoking ban, so you walk in, and they're like, smoking or not smoking, and you're like, whoa, is it 1995? What the fuck? Oh my god. (laughs) Smoking inside? What the hell? I mean, that is, it is jarring when that happens, and I travel a lot, but I don't I, mean, I don't encounter is, that anywhere. This is rural Kentucky, so this is exactly where you would think you would I mean, encounter the, the, that. The company I work for now is based in the south, and I imagine I'll be doing a lot more work down there, so I'll probably get some Carolina action or something going on. But that's... When I told me and my girlfriend, and we're like, and this is always what we have to say is like... My, my brother actually said it. He was like, now they're vegetarian. And, <laughs> and the waitress looked at me and she's like, but they are they straight? I don't know about that. And then she just like walked. Literally, like she literally said that. <laughs> oh my God. But they did a good job. They did a good job. They cleaned yeah. it first. They like cleaned the grill first. They brought really? ours oh out my first. God. They were really, they were really conscientious about what, it. Did they just make you potatoes or something? Like cheese omelet. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. They That's did what really they could. I, I actually had someone in Nebraska say, you ain't from around here, are you? Once. And it, it's jarring when that kind of stuff happens. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's I've, fun though. <laughs> I've been called a Yankee, which is... <laughs> 
<laughs> Weird. <laughs> only like only south of the Mason-Dixon line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yankee, why don't you go back to where you came from? Like, See, you could... I still came from America. <laughs> like, we don't recognize that country. Yeah. <laughs> These are the Confederate states. Like, it's not, though. This was an abolitionist state. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> um, so uh, the, the professor does do his math, and that's where you get to the gray sludge thing. Yeah, yeah, so, that math thing that like what happened earlier when they were looking at that uh, program. So he just figures he need to kill two thousand and forty-five, or is it two thousand forty-six? And they already killed one. Did it kill a total of two thousand forty-six? <laughs> and then they step okay. on one, and then they. So how I didn't get that the popped benders were. That was the thing that was weird. Like, that was weird. Popcorning, like, yeah, then they ate a bunch of jagged metal. Yes, yeah. that's what I, I don't it was know. Like chewing on aluminum foil. Like, it just made the hairs stand up on the back of my neck. Yeah. I think it was a joke that f- kind of like... It slipped through. It slipped. Yeah. You could tell that these were starting to get a lot less less budget. So I think in this one, this one didn't get a draft three. <laughs> and so uh, Bender, one of the Benders is a toy, so... That's that. From and Bender's sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> How many times has Bender been on television? Several. I mean, he was on all my circuits mm-hmm. repeatedly. What was what was Would, Bender's catchphrase? Don't something pumpkin bumpkin. What is it? <laughs> oh, I wrote it down somewhere. God. I think he just said shut your pumpkin bumpkin. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> 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 and at this point, I mean, really a fate worse than death. The robots consume all of the alcohol in the world, mm-hmm. uh, which then they'll, then they'll all just die because they'll run out of fuel, apparently. But the fact that Linda, <laughs> Linda is freaking out. out. <laughs> I, I mean, I know how she feels. <laughs> like, I can imagine what that's like. And it's scary. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> scruffy then like a greater tragedy my eyes have never beheld well into the turtle <laughs> <laughs> loved it it's just, it, it's just like for as ridiculous as this was and it was just like a bunch of sight guys now like yeah. there's so many good lines in here um until the bathwater turns into alcohol because the benders have now changed all of the you know, they're generating alcohol by doing I the chemical thing that like just that plot twist or whatever like I, the fact that like they are so small that they can manipulate molecules yeah, yeah. and turn it into gray sludge man they're yeah. trying, that's quantum computing it's <laughs> they're doing computations on an atomic level we're gonna be fucked and it's gonna be up to tim and his viking clothes and his robot dogs to yeah save you us. can't or ant-man okay he if he gets small, small he can go to the quantum realm Really? Yeah, he does in the... Well, I'm not going to ruin it if you haven't seen... I haven't well, seen he does it in Ant-Man, it, yeah. in yeah. the first Ant-Man. He does it, he gets so small, um, he ends up going into the quantum realm, and then he gets back out. See, I, most of the time I watch these movies and I've been mm. drinking, and well, I, don't, I don't have a lot of good recall. But he can get that small. Okay. Kind of getting sick of superhero stuff, guys. They, they're going to blow it out yeah, with this Avengers 4 yeah, thing, this, right? Yeah. This is, uh, th- this is my... And to this whole I'm already, thing. I'm like, like 10 Marvel movies behind. Yeah. And I tried to do I'm a not, rewatch. And this is where I'm going to like. I just, I watched the trailer the other day and seeing Ant-Man wave at the Avengers. I liked that. That was fun. I liked it too. You know, Aquaman was my favorite character growing up. 
What's wrong with you? I thought it was. A, I I grew up at a time when the Aquaman car- comics were really good. Okay. Uh, Is this when he was like uh, lost an eye and had a trident and stuff? Like he had the hook hand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like the hook hand. Okay. Aquaman. But I liked other Aquaman too. I like. I mean, like I like animals. I like politics. Like that's who I grew up to be. It's not a, <laughs> to be a benign monarch <laughs> yeah. who talks to fish. That's. It's really not that big of a. <laughs> I don't have that many interests. And Aquaman just kind of kind of meets at him. But I don't think this movie is going to be good I, at all. No, the, the DC, DC movies never very... are. But Jason Momoa, I do like him. He reminds me of like a doodle. Like a big, a just like a puppy that is just like can't control his energy and just like runs up to everyone and just gives him a giant hug. Is that just because of that meme? He was no, on, he just like every time I see like videos of him, he's, he's just like he was on goofing SNL around and like weekend. so excited to be doing anything. He was on yeah. Saturday Night Live last week. It was very it awkward. Was, yeah, it was not like the best. This season overall hasn't been like the best season. Right. But um he was still like you don't expect him to be like this big old lovable goofball, but he is totally is. I want to see like him and Joe Manganiello do like a buddy comedy. Uh, you would need to lay down tarps in the theater. <laughs> 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 if you put those two together, that would be like. I mean, you'd need to do that for that Pee Wee Herman movie too. <laughs> Well, I mean, Joe Manganiello is in that movie, but right. Jason Momoa is not. You put them together, you got like that's Gush just hour too, too much. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know when the the 50 Shades movies came out, one of them came out on Valentine's Day or something, and the movie theater workers were finding, like, sex toys in the theaters that oh people God. were leaving behind because they were like coming in. for yeah, a Gallagher like show or something. Cucumbers and other vegetables. Oh, oh brother. Just go oh, to... Brother. Get a sex toy, you cheap bastard. It's just... <laughs> That's, would, is that something Christian Grey would do, or would he use the produce of the earth because it's more organic? Would yeah. I don't. I actually. Don't I hate whatever mean. just happened. <laughs> don't what ever do that do you, voice again. <laughs> how do you? How do you feel about fine cognac with a hint of aged scrotum, though? <laughs> I'll. Take I do it. like cognac. I liked. I liked when it was like chug, chug, <laughs> chug, chug. Just everyone gets wasted, and that's the other fun thing is like when the whole world is drunk on day six without water. And this, it takes some real weird turns <laughs> with Marbo and Linda both being wasted. Which, um, with the, the line that Marbo makes that uh, Michelle mm-hmm. said at the beginning is like one of my favorite lines that, of, of all of Futurama. Just Pretty much <laughs> totally fit chased. Uh, also, Linda says, Hey, you. Good evening. <laughs> Who are you calling drunk? You're not drunk. I'm drunk. What's that, what's that little, hi, little man? No, no survivors from the Indy 500. You want to see a picture of my boy? That's your penis. penis. <laughs> That's, That's my boy. boy. That was, was Hermes gets so randy. Uh-huh. I don't think he's really a drinker. Normally he's just smoking. It's a whole thing. Uh, um, but then there's this, this shockingly <laughs> fast uh, Dana Ma where the... <laughs> the giant alien tracks him down at Earth and comes back to 
apologize instead of revenging them. I like that this alien has really been working on himself. <laughs> He's here for revenging, that's why. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's. He comes to apologize, and the, but they just all happen to be all completely wasted, so it, they're just going to be assholes. Yeah, oh, they just go off, and, and in Raid Doom, they make him Hulk out. It's, it's so crazy. Um, and then <laughs> Drunk Kiff is maybe one of the best things that's ever been on the show because mm. he's so giggly and, like, <laughs> clingy on Zap. Like, he doesn't even have his normal, like, disdain. He's just, oh, you're so funny. You know, he loves it. And and just blowing the guy up, it's just... not. Well, they, they don't blow him up. They attack him, and then he really flips out uh, and goes on a rampage, like the video game Rampage. It was like Rampage. Oh, I love that game. I still like go to 16-bit and play it every once in a while. They've, uh, they've, they make a, uh, it's a retail product. It's like a tiny little stand-up arcade of Rampage now. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was like a sex toy of Rampage or something, because <laughs> it, could, it could go any way after the way this show's gone. They probably do make them. You get like a little like Godzilla one and a and a gorilla one <laughs> and a Wolfman and they they grow and shrink yeah yeah and to shock you <laughs> it's just just live electrical terminals like cattle prods oh another million dollar idea yeah yeah oh damn it. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to turn your show into smut. Oh, that's hey, look. The last time you were on, we got real weird in a way worse way. So it's yeah, fine. Yeah. This, this is infinitely better. I felt bad about that afterwards. I, I'm like, gush, I gotta stop telling people that out. <laughs> we could talk about it off mic, but no. But I think gush hour two is gonna go down as one of the best <laughs> lines on the show ever. <laughs> um, so Bender, being the only one who's sober, needs to like do something, but he still doesn't want to do more than one thing, and the f- sweaters hadn't been folded yet. I mean, it's just, it's insane, but they turn into the giant Bender Voltron, because Fry volunteers to fold the sweaters. He, like, calls all tiny Benders to him. Yeah. Can they? Can that happen? Obviously it did. Mm-hmm. Well, it did in the show. I'm just wondering about when we hit the singularity, and there's oh, all yeah, the there's gonna stuff. Oh, yeah, there's going to be the one. Did they, did they share one It's going to be a mainframe. Is that why it is a singularity, or does singularity just mean that there's? I don't know. Oh God, we're getting closer. I singularity, I thought, always just meant that it always it, everything came down to one. No, final I mean, thing. I think, I think, the, I don't know. The, That's the, how I think of it. The end of everything. The the definition, as I understand it, in that context, is it's the point where machines or computers gain self sentience. And at that point, they will exponentially, rapidly outpace like the thinking capabilities of humans, and we're fucked. Do you think this is the same argument Amish people had just like two hundred years ago, <laughs> <laughs> and about zippers? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, did you, I mean, did any of Joaquin Phoenix's clothes have zippers in her? Because it's yeah. basically the same thing. Yeah, or was. Like- it, uh, or did he have them in weird places? Weird places, probably. Okay. Or molecular adhesion. Maybe. He, he had... There's a lot of turtlenecks and narrow jackets I've and never stuff. seen it's, her. I'm sorry. It's He falls... I thought I could fake it. 
It's it's basically <laughs> I seen it either, but it's I about the singularity. It's not bad. I mean, yeah, I know what it's about. I just never got around to watching it, and then it just became. It just felt like it was too late to see it. Kind of like Suicide Squad. Oh God! <laughs> uh. Glad I've I. I got mad because someone who was using my HBO login oh, right. watched Suicide Squad, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I didn't see How the. Dare they? I didn't see the Superman and Batman one, but I just had some time to kill, so me and my girlfriend went to go watch Suicide Squad in the theater. Really, and it was so bad. Really, I hated it. It's I, awful. I'm gonna make another one. I, I know. I the what? I They're making that. a sequel. They, could, yeah, they can't possibly. They are. I think there might be two in the works Fucking, because there's like a suicide. Oh, supposedly uh, James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy, is yeah. going to be directing it. Yep. Because he got fired yep. from yep. his yep. Disney gig yep. because of his tweets yeah. from so long so, ago. Like, why do they keep making these? Like, nobody likes these movies. Why do they keep on thinking they're going to work? Because foreign people watch them and pay money. Because if I mean, Marvel can do it, so can we. But uh, how come Marvel I, can do I, it? Know, we can't. I think that because the powers Marvel that found be, the right person to run their yeah. uh, cinema mm-hmm. universe the, stuff. The powers that be don't even care about it that deeply. It's just like we can we can spend this much what money domestically, money and then we'll make yeah. way more money internationally. Yeah. And they have if it's to good make banks the movies, or they start losing the rights to. So yeah. other studios can take them. So they just keep cranking them out. That was how Roger Corman hung on to the Fantastic Four rights for so long. Is because he just he made that shitty movie mm. in like 1987 or whatever. He's just like, just get it out, get it out, get it out. It never came out, but he had made the product, and then they he held on to the rights until Fox bought That's them. That's why they, <clears throat> and they come out with a Hellraiser movie every like few years. Really. Yeah. They still they don't even have uh, Doug Bradley. <laughs> He's not involved at all, <laughs> and he like comes out and says, "This is like I don't condone like or support any of these." Why don't they just come movie. out with a movie where a child dies again, or just something sad? Like I bet movie. that's gonna happen in this movie Glass. I'm kind of looking forward to that. The the M Night Shyamalan uh, superhero movie that's coming out. Uh, tired of superheroes, but this is this is real superheroes. And more, it's two supervillains and one superhero, and the superhero is Bruce Willis. Mm. Mm, pass. Good Bruce Willis. No, it's a sequel to... It's a sequel to Unbreakable. Unbreakable mm. and... Uh, split. The Split. I didn't see I haven't split. seen any of those movies. Unbreakable. Basically... There's going to be a twist in yeah. somewhere in there it. There may not. Maybe the twist will be, there's not a twist, he just makes a good fucking movie again. But you have to understand, like, those first, he had a good strong three film run at the beginning which is why he's had a bad seven film shit show since because they're like he's still got it but but unbreakable is a fantastic fucking movie i liked it back then but then i i didn't have like 10 years of superhero movies but it's so understated and dark i mean it's not even a superhero movie though it's more of a like a it's a heroic quest and a thriller almost yeah it's i I have very high hopes for it. It's it's a lot of talented actors, and just from watching that trailer, like because I didn't see Split and I didn't even know that they tied together until recently. But watching the trailer, like I I can get behind this. This is good. Um, anyway, Bender and and Ugly Guy fight. There's a Guggenheim swirly involved, <laughs> yeah, <I like laughs> which that. I like. It's a, I think that's a, a Jackson Pollock move too. Um, which you know, okay, I thought about the <laughs> the Guggenheim. Like, do you think they rebuilt it, or do you think that they... It could just be descendants of the Guggenheims that 
Like put another one up. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it still stands, and then it's like, or they turned it into a mall. Like, well, because there's new there. New York, original New York, is underneath. Yeah, old New York, and so they either would have had to like bring it up or move it or. Or I built mean, a new one because like, everything else is different. There's the there's not the Empire State Building; it's the Vampire State Building. <laughs> there's uh, the Madison Cube Garden. Yes, um, and they don't really have like they all have like different versions of this stuff. Yeah, so I, I think don't you're know. I think you're right. Then they rebuilt something I thought of when I was watching it, Pete. Just I, thought you I, would. I don't know. I mean, I guess in the context of it, like either of those things as possible it could have just been on some sort of rocky promontory that didn't sink and everything else did maybe you never know and maybe the original guggenheim from our time is built out of some you know fireproof shit and when maybe it floats it might it sounds kind of like some sort of weird boat um there's a big like uh you know godzilla mothra fight though between ben giant bender and and the ugly guy um, Bender gets beaten to shit and theoretically dies, and then that was like kind of a cool action sequence too. When yeah. he like hits him and like a bunch of tiny Benders and they just fly. fly out. Like yeah. it's it all you know each each component that comes off him is a, a gestalt of the. Oh, I loved it, but uh, then the mini Benders just turn into gray slime and consume him, which is gross. Yeah, and. Then they just fly off into space. That's the part I didn't. Get. They're just like, whoop, and is off that they what go. happened? I thought they all died. No, they he, left. Oh, they they kind of turned into like a mini gray sludge tornado and just split. Which I guess, uh, you know, spoiler alert. We were just talking about her, and now nobody's going to go watch it anyway. Um, that's what happens at the end of it. Like the the singularity is achieved. They're like, we're going away, and they go somewhere like into space hmm. with no physical bodies, but they transmit themselves off. Um, is that, do you think that will happen in the singularity? N- not at, not until after they consume us oh. and we're dead. Well, we and need to get, Tim we need to start, we need to start building us. a robot that be stay on our side. Uh, that's what the Terminator is, right? The T2. <laughs> I sure hope someone in the future has started sending somebody back. <laughs> no, the T2 is the bad guy. I forgot what the I'm thinking was on that, but that's fine. Was it T or T2000? The T1000 is the bad guy in T2. I, okay. I Robert Patrick. I, I know the brother of the filter guy, but it's fine. Um, who says, well, that was dumb? Because <laughs> it's such a well-understated line. Bender. He just says that when he comes all the, back all the benders fly away where they don't have to do one quintillionth of a thing at a time. Oh. And they fly off and he just goes, well, that was dumb. <laughs> and then everyone yes, is was. just hung over. But it's, somehow the sweaters get folded. I, yeah, I, Fry said he was going to do it, right? But he said he, he didn't says, do he it. He says, I didn't oh. do it. Bender, did you learn a lesson about not being lazy while the rest of us were bombed out of our gourds? <laughs> and Bender says, maybe I did, Fry. Or maybe I rescued one last mini Bender to fold stupid, ugly sweaters while I laughed at him. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> but then his cigar is full of mini Benders, and that's the part I didn't get. Which means he probably saved the one Bender, mm-hmm. and that Bender replicated, and it started all over, and now they are... Or benders are a part of all of us now. Oh, we're, we're all bender down to the atomic level. That might explain the aches and pains. 
Can I say that? Like, cause I watched this show, the the episode again earlier today, just like, just make sure. Fresh. And then I watched Dumplin' on Netflix and boy, that was, Thanks. it was, I like, it was an emotional roller coaster. I should have watched that before doing a podcast. <laughs> I, I've heard good things too. I, I'm so far behind in all of my What Netflix is that? Is, I've not heard it. It's okay. this little chubby girl. Who it joins a uh, a beauty pageant, and her mom Jennifer Addison is a beauty queen and stage and mothers her. It uh, doesn't stage mother her, but doesn't think that she can do it. Okay, uh, and so the, she's like and, an anti stage mother. Yeah, she's like so an anti stage mother. Girl wants to do it, and then her mother is is like, no, it's uh, it's not hard, and it's not like Jennifer Aniston was a completely bad person. Uh, she she wanted her feelings to get hurt or something. Right. She was trying to protect her and, you know, it's something she took serious, you know, super seriously. And, you know, the chubby girl was hurt by that. Mm. And it's all got a Dolly Parton soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Mm. Which makes everything better. It really, it really does. It's, it's, it's intense. Since we're uh, getting close to the holidays, I will recommend both of the Dolly Parton holiday movies to everyone who has a television. Movies? Yes. Are they just like uh, variety coat of, shows? Coat of Many Colors, and then, God, what's the other one called? Uh, coat or Code? Coat. Coat. Okay. Like, like the Dolly Parton song, yeah. Coat of Many like Colors. The, like the, the story from the Bible? Me. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's also like they were so poor that her mom made her a coat out of patches out of yeah fabric like the fabric they could get then she went to school and she got made fun of for having like a poor person patch up coat yeah but that's what the song is about you know what was kind of good about that movie (laughs) is that they actually did kind of show like it was fucking good they're both good yeah yeah what's the the other one (laughs) i can't remember what it's called i can't either Uh, i watched something about a a dolly parton christmas or something like that is dolly in it or yeah, she she's just, in both of them, and like, and one of them, I, she I, plays I, Santa Claus. In there one was of them. a I had on my like <laughs> Facebook memories when I posted about watching it. it. I think I watched it with my mom after Thanksgiving a couple years ago when it came out. Um, that uh, Dolly Parton is a time lord. Like, it's there. There's a part in the movie where she is Dolly Parton with like a hot red uh, car, like <laughs> vintage car, and then she's like talking to herself as a child in the movie. And like inspires herself as a child <laughs> to like not, don't give up, you know. <laughs> it's not a Nashville Christmas. It's not Santa stole our dog. A merry dog gone. Christmas. What? <laughs> what? Why would I think? Santa I think she's just on the soundtrack for that. Maybe? I will be watching that immediately. Of course. Um, I'm trying to find the stuff where she's an actor, but it's. Oh man! I mean, there's a lot I could tell. Well, you. Yeah, I know. Uh, this Sir- is oh shit. This is upcoming. Oh, it was, it was a Christmas of many colors. Is that what it was called? I think I that's I'm what looking. I'm looking at. I'm my, looking for my it. My sister just posted earlier her Christmas song from the best little whorehouse in Texas, and it's still a great song. I feel like Dolly Parton would be Dolly Parton's Christmas of many colors, Circle, Circle of, of Love. Love. That sounds kind. Of, and then the War on Christmas Part One and Christmas at Home. I think that's your other one. Yeah. Dolly Parton, Billy Baker, Rich, Rachel Dennison. Uh, Coat of Many Colors is uh, is definitely is definitely one of them. The Circle of Love, which yeah, Circle I, of Love. Which... I bet it would be cool as shit to hang out with Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. I bet she is. She is cool. She's a great woman. Like, do you you know that she's got a an organization where if you sign up your child, she will send. Well, her organization yeah. will send a book 
to your kid every yeah. month until it's like a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's free, completely free. Yeah. It's just it's a book just... every month for the kid's whole childhood because she believes that All written by children, Dolly Parton. No, it's, they're like actual, you know, educational books. She, she says that education is important. Every kid should have books to read. And she, it's, it's like her own money and then what she gets donated. Yeah. Just, it, it's just completely free. It's, it's awesome. Anyway, that's our podcast about Dolly Parton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's talk about Willie Nelson because he seems cool as shit too. <laughs> Just, I, yeah, I I yeah, think I know you're was... joking, but I really could. <laughs> no, I, I I know I like, that's like I got to see him once at the Ohio State Fair 150 years ago. Oh. And it was, I still remember it. It was just great. I saw him just recently. It was supposed to be a package show with him and Merle Haggard, but yeah. Merle Haggard died in between buying mm. the ticket. It would have been pretty great if they brought him out anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, they actually, they would, the, the slot was, spill, was filled by Chris Christopherson oh, and Merle Haggard's sons, which was kind of cool. That's a... Uh, that's crazy. I mean, everybody's getting super old, but it was like, well, that's, it was really that's cool. the scary part. Like, Pete Shelley from the Buzzcocks just died. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's in his 60s. Like, that's not old. I don't want to die in my 60s. That's rock and roll, though. That's that's real. That's like, that is definitely I guess rock and roll. old and, but I don't know. Look at the Rolling Stones. Yeah, but they're, they have, it's like Ozzy. They have money for new blood periodically. They are doing their uh, farewell tour. The, I, coming up. Another soon. one. They are like, I mean, they're almost eighty, right? They're old. Yeah, yeah. Old as fuck. I mean, but but that was why I flew across the damn country to go see Sparks last month because they're in their seventies and it was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But like that shit, you you got to jump on that shit now. Even mm-hmm. and I, I, it's a lesson they should have learned twenty years ago. Even a band of like you know young band guy ages, if they're coming to town and it's somebody you like, you need to go see them because they could break up, someone could die, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. I, I never got to see Merle Haggard. That was supposed to be that. That was supposed to be it, and you, yeah. got, you got screwed, Tim. I know. Terrible. Um, and, ugh, lots of twists and turns, but it was all in good fun for sure. Um, thanks for coming back on. Again. Hey, no problem. So <laughs> as mentioned early on, you you always have a number of creative projects. And then we just missed your Christmas uh, variety show, I think, last week. Yeah, yeah. That was really well attended and kind of fun. That's so, awesome. But what, pretty what else is coming up? Like that. Uh, this Saturday, we're doing uh, pet, pet uh, photos with Santa. And this will probably Bear. go out. After or is this gonna come up? No, it won't. It, it it'll be a while. So last, yeah, out. last Saturday, Tim was <laughs> last Saturday. Well, that's all right. Starting January 11th, then um, I will be doing uh, group classes with dogs. Uh, that's BYOB at the uh, Skidmark Garage where they hold engineering. Oh, cool! Fest. I think yeah, I've definitely seen that too. So like dog training. Yeah, and it's BYOB. Dog training and drinking. Is it yeah. Bring your own bark. Uh, oh. That's that's really bark. good. <laughs> BYOB. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like I'm I'm modeling after those like wine uh, painting and wine classes. Yeah, you, you can do painting and wine. You can do beer and yoga. Uh, beer yeah. and dog training. Yeah, beer and dog training, which is actually when it is actually most 
if your dog if you can handle your dog when you're drunk, your dog will <laughs> your dog will repay that. Like your dog will get you home. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, can you get the dogs drunk too? That's probably not healthy. I wouldn't okay. recommend it. Okay. They I'm do just make asking. like dog brews made out of like the leftover like barley and stuff. Like the leftover yeah, mash. I. But I think that's just a. Let the dog feel included. My dog pissed on my bed last night. Really? The mm. new one? Or one of the old yeah, ones? Yeah, no. Or you just have, she, you have an old one and a new one now? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, how old? She is... I just, like, one... They had one pass we away believe, recently, so there's yeah. a newer one and one that they had before. I don't, we have, not uh, we got a one year... Like, I, we, we think she's one around one, one year old. She's a, a German Shepherd Akita mix. Okay. And oh, she... Uh, okay. We adopted her. Uh, she had pneumonia when we adopted her. We didn't know that. And then she went right into heat, so we're waiting to get her fixed. But she won't tell us when she wants to go outside. Like okay. She doesn't let us know. So I was going to actually talk to you about it off mic. But. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, no. Wow, that's it's right in the middle of the a fucking A German Shepherd and oh. an Akita. If you, if, if you could, like, breed that with a cane corso, <laughs> you would have the entire axis of evil in one dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, she's great though. I have this when I bought a mattress a couple years ago as part of the warranty. They made you buy this cover for it that is not permeable by liquid. You might want to look into one of those. It's not like a plastic sheet, but it's like some sort of fabric that just repels. Well, yeah, I mean, but it, it's not going to help you now. No. Full is what you need. To nature's get miracle out. works pretty well, though. Excellent. That's what I call dog piss. <laughs> <laughs> you just rub it into your elbows. It's like coconut oil. You can draw with it. Um, any comedy stuff coming up besides that, or just uh, you'll, uh, you'll be around in places? I'll be around at places um, the first week at Hilarities. Okay. Huh. And that's... Yeah, that's really... That's Who are you with at Polarities? I don't know. You don't know? He no. just shows up and it's usually somebody good. You know, sometimes it is. I, I don't know. I've I've reached a weird old... I like... Like, old, when it's an old man comic, I tend to like it more because it's like... Because I've just reached that point in my career where it's like, <laughs> all right, nobody's going to try and hang out after the show. I can, just, I can go yeah. home back to the Netflix. Yeah, that's, that's all I want to do. Like... I, I, I understand that completely. It's like the, the best kind of shows for me now when, when my band plays like, are we playing early and is there time to get our shit back into the practice space before uh, the next band starts? Because then, then I'm, off the, I'm off the clock for the rest of the night. Oh, uh, it's so sweet. It's the best. It's so sweet. When the, it's worse when the headliners are like, hey, you want to go grab a beer, hang out maybe? It's like, oh. I need to be an ambassador. Yeah, like, it's okay. <laughs> I know you're like, but it's like, I have people that love me. <laughs> I want to go that's home. That's why I don't do this for a living. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> um, uh, th what I wanted to get to, though, is you were the last time you were on, you were creating a country music podcast about, and I, I think it's like the there's one that's like cocaine. Yeah, yeah. And that one is or that, something. that one has come out. Unfortunately, and this is the cat, the aforementioned cat, yeah. dumped an entire glass pitcher of water all over my computer. Oh god. With all the information that resided in inside. I did not have it on an external hard drive, which is which is partly what my What kind fault. of computer? Uh, it was a Mac and it he toasted it. Here's mm. here is uh, what happened, and I didn't pick it up because he did it overnight. How many first how of many all. pieces in a uh, 
What was that that uh, that cloning? Technique, oh, whatever, the, Braxton, the Braxton Hicks or whatever. Like, how many pieces did you cut the cat into after that? Um, I I uh, I didn't do anything. I I it was arranged in such a way. So like, there was the fan. <laughs> There was the, like the fan that was on it, and it was a glass pitcher. And he also broke the pitcher, which mm. tells you. I also like fucking I, cat. I I liked that <laughs> pitcher too. Like it was, oh, man. Uh, it was really heartbreaking. I do have a podcast out and available now that cool. is uh, also about dogs. If uh, if people are interested, it's, absolutely. It's called the Unknowable Dog. And it's uh, it's on iTunes and all it's that like stuff. Like about cryptozoological dogs, or just uh, it's actually it's kind of about the skills that go behind dog training. So instead oh. of like talking about like you know um, you know making like basic obedience stuff, yeah. sit or stay, like it, it like helps you teach things like patience or building trust or like does funny, it work with people? Yeah, I think relationships are kind of relationships. That's kind of what we're really talking about dogs, but you know, it's, if you can if you can like relate to a dog, you, you you're can giving to the people. whispering skills needed to whisper to animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that out just for my own mental health, probably. It helps. In the in the first episode I I, I talk with uh, it's all about building trust and I talked with some psychologist out in uh, in California, just wow. all about like building trust and how it relates to children and the effects on trust on children and how it's built. And, well, go listen and to the unknowable dog, then people. Yeah. That's yeah, that's uh, very interesting. Oh, thanks. Uh, the next one is uh, coming out. It's like once a month at this point. The next one is all about Balto. Uh, yes. The famous dog. I talk with. Uh, do you talk with Balto? Do you go to the museum here and talk to the taxidermy court? I talked with the Balto expert, and we got a lot of good Balto footage. We talked all about the taxidermy, actually. <laughs> Stick the mic in his hand. Balto, you've been here fifty years. What's the scoop? <laughs> do you come alive at night? <laughs> Rob about the museum. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, thank you so much. Always a wonderful time having you here, Tim. Uh, go listen to his projects or see him out and about. Um, we can be found at slurmcast.com. Um, you can email at us at slurmcastpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook and uh, Twitter. Twitter and Instagram. Um, it's been so long. We're, we're not really on Twitter very much. <laughs> I, I mean, we, we are, but like, we're not. I like a lot of stuff. Just I, I, I keep the feed going. Um, it's it's been a real busy year. Yeah. Uh, at Slurmcast Pod on Twitter, at Slurmcast Pod on Instagram, Facebook is just Slurmcast. Um, rate and review us on iTunes. Call us two one six four three eight ten seventy seven. Have you guys ever actually received a call? Not in several months, but we used to all the time. Okay. Interesting ones sometimes. So. That's your cue, people. Give us a call. Yeah, write call write us a review, and Michelle can tell another art school yeah, spooky story. Yeah, I just story. checked while we were recording a little earlier, and we have not had a new review in iTunes since July. Oh, so whoa. get on this shit. Yeah, let's get a couple let's more in before some. the end of the year. Great review, people. Come on. Let's, listen to this over the holidays with your family. We totally missed the uh, the most listened to podcast on iTunes this year. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Are we pretty close to 100,000 downloads, though? We are. I think. Have we, have we surpassed uh, that number? I know. We'll I don't think we have yet, but. We're very close, we're though. Very close. If, if we get play our there, cards people. right, maybe by the Share end of the year. Share our shit. 
Share it, download it, listen to it, tell your friends to listen to it. Anybody who likes cartoons or Futurama, let them know. Let them know. Have you guys listened to the History of Animation podcast? Uh, I listened to many cartoon podcasts. It was really good. It was put out, I think, I don't know who it was put out by, but it was like, it was super great and well done. And I learned a ton from it. I have a lot more self-directed time soon. I'll have to go check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll I'll shut up. Thank you for having me. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.